Masayoshi Nakatani versus Vasily Lomachenko. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, Let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Nakatani, 19 wins, 1 loss. Of his 19 wins, 13 are inside the distance. His 1 loss, via decision. Lomachenko, 14 wins, 2 losses. Of his 14 wins, 10 are inside the distance. Both of his losses, via decision. Currently, you have Loma as a minus 1200 favorite. Nakatani comes back at plus 700. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go, 12 full rounds. Will go, minus 120. Won't go, minus 120. Nakatani wins inside, plus 1600. Nakatani wins by decision, 1600. Lomachenko wins inside, minus 110. Lomachenko wins by decision, plus 105. Fight is a draw, 22 to 1. This is an interesting fight for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the first one is Loma is coming off a loss to Teofimo Lopez. But also, maybe more importantly, he had surgery again on his shoulder. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, Loma doesn't have a lot of professional fights. We had something like 300 amateur fights. And this is one of the biggest arguments about having so many amateur fights is you are getting wear and tear on your body. You're just not getting paid for it. And he's had trouble with his shoulders before. And obviously, if you watch the Lopez fight, he just couldn't pull the trigger, just couldn't get going, especially in the first half of the fight. In the second half, he did better. I certainly don't think he won the fight. I know he was saying after that he thought he won. I think he has since watched it and said he thought it was probably a draw. I think most people think Lopez won the fight legitimately. But that shoulder of Loma is always going to be a problem. And I don't think as he ages, his durability is going to get better. Now, when I say that, I don't mean his physical ability to absorb punches. Generally speaking, he doesn't get hit a lot. And even against Lopez, like he was defensively sound. He knows what to do in the ring, obviously. And he doesn't take a lot of abuse physically when he's in the actual live fight. But training is training. You have to train every single day. And he's been doing this for a very long time. Just because he hasn't been getting paid for it doesn't mean that his body wasn't doing the exact same thing that the pros were that were getting paid to train and be an elite level competitor. So that's something to look out for him. It's reared his ugly head before. 
And I think it's going to be a problem going forward with him. I don't think we're ever going to have a 100% Lomachenko again. I just think with the wear and tear in his body and as he ages, I just don't think it's going to get any better for him. That doesn't mean that he still can't be elite. That doesn't mean that he still can't compete. But I don't think he's going to be as dominant as what people think he's going to be coming back from the surgeries. And just as time goes by, I think he's going to have more and more trouble staying at that very high-end top tier level especially if he can't get the shoulder taken care of and healed and repaired to the best that it's going to be because it seems to be like he gets the surgery goes through the rehab and then it happens again or it's a lingering effect and it's never a hundred percent and that's obviously not what you need to have you need to perform at your best all of the time, especially when you're talking to the top tier in the division. Obviously, Nakatani hasn't been on that level, but this guy is game. I think the odds are wide for a reason. Obviously, it's Lomachenko, but remember, Lomachenko was favored wide to beat Lopez as well. Now, Nakatani hasn't proven to be on that level. He did fight Lopez. He did go the, dis, uh, the distance. He did lose a decision, a UD. And he also had that amazing war with Felix Verdejo. If you haven't watched that, you got to go find it. Amazing fight. He was dropped a few times, hurt multiple times, and came back and knocked Verdejo out in the ninth round. Tremendous heart, determination, grit. Never gave up. The guy is 100% invested in everything he has to do. He's willing to walk through the fire to touch you. He's got tremendous heart. He has a significant punch as well. Like the guy can crack 13 wins and night, 13 stoppages and 19 wins, but he's got power. Now, why, if all of these things are true, is he such a big underdog against Loma, especially Loma's coming off a loss and he's coming off surgery? Well, I think for me, the main difference in this fight is Lomachenko's hand speed and foot speed. For everything that Nakatani does well, those are the two areas that I would say. Uh, Lomachenko has the biggest advantage in is the hand hand speed and foot speed specifically the foot speed because even if Loma isn't a hundred percent as far as the shoulder goes and even if he had to fight one-handed he probably still would have the advantage here because of his foot speed and he would probably be able to win this fight on points with one hand in all honesty simply because of the hand and foot speed now, that's not to say Nakatani's a total bum. I just think he's going to have a hard time tracking Vasily down if Lomachenko decides to box. Now, if Loma decides to stand in the pocket and trade with Nakatani, now you're asking for trouble. And in my opinion, that gives Nakatani the best chance to win the fight because he's going to be much bigger, he's much taller, he's long, and he can crack. I've never really considered Lomachenko a big one-hit quitter. I think that he has decent power, but a lot of that is set up with hand speed and combination punching. And of course, that goes back to the shoulder. And you've noticed in fights where he doesn't throw the right hook, or he doesn't throw a lot of combinations, he still does well, but there's a big difference when he's firing on all cylinders letting his combinations go, especially the right hook, compared to when he's basically picking and choosing his shots. Still has a hand speed, says the foot speed, but his offense isn't nearly as good when he isn't firing on all cylinders. Against Nakatani, you don't want to stand in the pocket with him because if you give him the opportunity to hit you, believe me, he will walk through the combination punches of Lomachenko to land a couple of his own. 
He has no problem walking through the fire to get his. And so I think the smart game plan for Lomachenko here is to get his punches off, but then not be there to be hit by Nakatani. He needs to he needs to box in this fight, and I think he needs to box consistently in this fight. Not saying that Nakatani can just blast him out with one punch, but Nakatani can get to you, he can wear on you, and I think he can hurt you. You've seen Loma down with a tall, lanky fighter like Linares, who has good power as well, and Nakatani kind of reminds me of that. He may not have the hand speed that Linares does. He may not have the overall boxing ability that Linares does. But if you give him an opportunity, if you sit in front of him, he's going to try to smack your face off. So that's something that Lomachenko has to be aware of. You can't just play with this cat is what I'm saying. Like if you overlook him, if you come in and you're going to take him lightly, if you stand in the pocket and I'm allowing him to hit you upstairs and downstairs, the guy will fight and he will keep on punching you until you move. That's why I think the movement of Lomachenko is the big key here, especially if you want to back him with your cold hard cash. Now, obviously, the line is very high on Lomachenko straight. So most of the time, we're not even going to look at that. We always talk about risk versus reward. Again, Lomo's coming off a loss. He's coming off surgery. And we know Nakatani is tough. He's gritty. He's powerful. And he's game. So I don't think you need to look at Lomo straight here. I think you need to look at a prop. I think you need to pick your poison. And for me, when you're looking at this fight, I think that Lomachenko should box. I think he should fight a safety first style. Listen. It doesn't matter how he looks in this fight, but he must get a win. A win is the most important thing for Lomachenko here. It doesn't matter if it's a 12-0 win or if he wins a 9-3, whatever. It doesn't matter if he knocks him out. He just needs to get a win here because he's coming off the loss to Lopez and the surgery, and he's not getting any younger. He's had a lot of wear and tear. People want to see how much Lomachenko has left. Now, I will say this. If he wins a points decision, I don't think anybody can criticize him because Nakatani is good. He's not a total tomato can here. Regardless of what the odds say, he has talent and he has ability. So I I don't think it would be fair criticism if Lomachenko is in a dull, even boring fight and wins a 12-0 points win or never even puts Nakatani down or puts him down but can't finish him. None of those things because Nakatani has shown he's very durable, he's very tough, he's very game. He's not just going to go in there and get laid out and not try to compete and not try to do the best that he can. So a win is a win is a win in my opinion for Lomachenko here. If you're looking to bet him, I really think the safest, most easiest path to victory for Lomachenko is the box. You see the line is a minus 120 either way for a decision. And basically, it's almost exactly the same for Lomachenko to win inside as it is by decision. One, plus 105 by decision, minus 110 by inside. The reason I think that anyone's even considering Lomachenko to win inside, even though Nakatani's shown to be super durable and tough, is simply because of the hand speed and the combination punching. I think that's assuming a lot here because you have to assume that Loma's on. If Loma is not on, there's no way that he's stopping Nakatani. I can tell you that. And even if Loma is on, he still may not stop him. Nakatani is tough. I think the advantage that Loma has in the hand speed 
could catch Nakatani a lot, could open up a lot of combination punching, a lot of punches landed, again, assuming that Lomachenko is firing on all cylinders. And of course, if you're getting into a lopsided fight where Lomachenko is just teeing off on Will and you got officials and doctors and referees on corners and all this other things, of course you could get a stoppage. You could get a TKO late in the fight. That's not out of the realm of possibilities. But again, that's assuming that Loma is just 100% on the Loma of old. Everything is firing how it should be. And he's just having his way with Nakatani. That's a little bit of a of an assumption in my opinion that's a lot of things to go right here if you ask me straight up how does Lomachenko win this fight I think he wins on points as far as Nakatani goes and by the way I think that's the safest way for him to win the fight because if he tries for that finish if he gets greedy if he stays in the pocket to land a three and four punch combination instead of getting out of there after the second one you're allowing Nakatani the opportunity to catch you with powerful, hard shots. Again, Nakatani is not shy about getting hit to get his. Back to how Nakatani could win. Well, I think it's very difficult for Nakatani to win on points here. Simply because of the combination punching of Loma, the hand speed and the foot speed. I think it's going to be hard for Nakatani to track Loma down provided Loma fights how I think he's going to. Again, if he stands in the pocket, hey, if you're on Nakatani, you got a real shot here because I don't believe that's A, how Loma normally fights, and B, that's giving Nakatani the absolute best opportunity to land leather on Lomachenko. If Lomachenko decides to box and make Nakatani chase him, he's at a deficit, Nakatani, because he doesn't have the foot speed or the hand speed. And so Lomachenko is going to be able to land shots. Listen, he doesn't need to get greedy. He just needs to land and move. And Nakatani will be chasing him all night long. In my opinion, that's the game plan for a Lomachenko win. Hence the Lomachenko by points uh, prop. But as far as Nakatani goes... Even though he may be losing rounds, his whole goal here is to touch Loma. Again, he's the bigger, probably stronger, certainly durable guy. So he's going to be able, if you're back in Nakatoni, you're hopeful, that he's going to be able to take the shots of Loma, even if they're piecing him up. But he's going to get inch closer, inch closer, inch closer, and try to put the hard thudding shots on Lomachenko. It might be a bit of a stretch here, but I think if Nakatani was able to pull off this massive upset, it would have to be inside the distance, simply because for him to win on points, that means he has to touch Loma, and he has to touch him consistently to win the rounds. If he's doing that, that's his game, and in all reality, he's probably going to wear Loma down and beat him to a pulp. If he's able to get to Loma like he was Verdejo, and just touch him time and time and time again. That bodes not well for anybody back in Lomachenko. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. That's not the game plan that Loma needs to fight to win a 12-round decision against Nakatani. He needs to box and move and stay away from the exchanges and stay away from the power punches of Nakatani. If Nakatani's hitting him enough to win rounds, he's probably hurting him, wearing him down, and probably on his way to an upset victory. I know that sounds insane, but in my opinion, that's the only way that Nakatani can win because I don't think he's going to have enough volume to outbox Lomachenko 
I don't think he's going to be able to hit Lomachenko more times than he's being hit round after round after round without doing severe damage to Lomachenko. So I think for Nakatani, it is a stretch of the imagination that he's going to win the fight. I like the guy. I like to watch him fight. Anybody that shows that kind of heart, determination, and grit is somebody that I want to watch. So I like watching him fight. But I can understand why he's an underdog. I can understand why the line is wide as it is, even though I'm probably higher on him than a lot of people. But I can understand why the line is where it is. But I don't think you need to mess with a straight on Loma. I think you definitely have to pick your poison and pick a side. And I think Nakatani, even if he were to lose a fight 12-0, would be competitive. Right, You can still lose a lopsided decision, but be competitive. I think there's going to be spots where he has success. But if you're pulling me over to the side and whispering in my ear, how could Nakatani possibly win this fight? I think it's going to be very difficult. I can understand anybody wanting to drop a little something-something on Nakatani just in case Loma's shoulder falls off. Uh, you know, If it gets old overnight, if the wheels no longer move, and somehow, some way, his feet are in quickstand, and, and, he, and he stands in front of Nakatani, he's in trouble. But if Loma has anything left, even again, just foot speed and one hand, I think he wins this fight via decision. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.